This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. I can't believe I'm saying this. This episode is brought to you by Lola V, an award-winning hair care line by the one and only Jennifer Aniston. Why did Jennifer Aniston start a hair care company? Because she was tired of choosing between hair products that work and hair products that are actually good for us. But thanks to Lola V, we never have to choose again. No silicones, no sulfates, parabens, or gluten. And of course, it's cruelty-free and vegan. The Glossing Detangler and Perfect Conditioner are my personal favorites. Not only do they repair the look of damaged hair, but they also shield it from future harm. The first step to unlocking confidence in your dating life and your daily life is feeling confident about your hair. So unlock Jennifer Aniston approved hair at lolav.com. And as listeners of Seeing Other People, you're getting an exclusive 15% off off of your entire order when you use code Seeing Other People at checkout. That's 15% off your entire order at lolavie.com with promo code Seeing Other People. Please note you can only use one promo code per order and discounts can't be combined. After your purchase, they will ask you where you heard about them. Please, please, please support Seeing Other People and let them know that I sent you. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hey guys, it's Alana and welcome back to another episode of Seeing Other People. Together, we're navigating modern dating alongside experts and real-life daters who are sharing their stories. Don't have a date for tonight? No problem. Come learn, laugh, and maybe even cry along with us as we navigate the dating scene together. Hey guys, it's Alana, and welcome back for another episode of Seeing Other People. I hope you are all having a great week, and if at the off chance you're not, I hope this episode helps make your day, your week, your month, even just your hour a little bit better. I have been having some conversations with you guys about positivity and dating and how there is so much negativity and how everyone kind of has this mindset of like dating sucks and dating is this unfortunate means to an end that we have to get through and nobody can find any joy in it. And I know that feeling all too well. I definitely felt that for so long and it's really sad that this big part of our lives is just looked down upon and looked at as, well, it's this thing that sucks that we have to do. And so I wanted to spend today's episode talking about ways to find positivity in dating and how we can enjoy dating or have fun with it or appreciate it. And the most Alana seeing other people way I know to do that is by celebrating our dating wins. And that is what we are going to do today on this episode. When thinking back to the dating wins concept and how we started celebrating dating wins on the Seeing Other People Instagram, I cannot believe that it's something that started this year, like this spring. It blows my mind that we have not spent every Sunday for years celebrating your dating wins because I feel like it's such a core integral part of seeing other people in this community now. And the fact that it's so new blows my mind, makes me sad, but also makes me so excited that there's so much we can do moving forward with dating wins. And just having some conversations with you guys recently about how impactful this concept of weekly dating wins has been for you is first of all, like so inspiring for me 
and makes me truly like filled with joy. You know, I've had some people say recently that seeing dating wins has inspired them to try and create dating wins or because they know that the dating wins box is going to be posted on Sunday, on Thursday, they're like, okay, I'm giving myself this deadline by Saturday or Sunday. I need to have this conversation or say this thing or plan this date or do this hard thing and end this situationship so that I can be a dating win, so that I can write in the dating wins box on Sunday. And that is the coolest thing in the world to me that you guys are motivating each other. You know, your wins are inspiring other people to create wins and to have this positive wins outlook on their own dating life and to really take control. And I am just so proud of all of you. I'm going to say I'm proud a thousand times in this episode. Feel free to play a drinking game or do a push-up every time I say I'm proud, whatever, whatever floats your boat. But I really am so proud because this is all you guys. Like you were doing this. You're the ones doing these wins, submitting them, holding yourselves accountable, challenging yourselves and winning. And it's amazing. And I promise it every single win, like no matter how small, makes a huge difference, not just to you, but when you write them in and I can share them, it really, really does go a long way in inspiring someone else to do something incredible. So thank you guys for sending them in week after week. Thank you to anyone who's ever, you know, turned a maybe harder situation into a positive because of the dating wins. It just, it's, it's a really cool thing that you're doing. So for today's episode, I thought it would be great to not only celebrate so many of your guys' incredible wins, but also talk about the different types of wins that we're seeing that you guys are doing that you're submitting because I think a huge thing that we really need to work on as a group, as individuals, is recognizing these wins and realizing that there are wins in every aspect of the dating process. There are wins everywhere. And, you know, when you aren't thinking about dating in terms of how can we find the positives, it's very easy to just say, okay, getting into a relationship equals win, equals good. Anything else equals lose, equals bad. So, you know, you might have the outlook of, I'm going on a date, And if it doesn't turn into a second date, that then leads to a third, leads to a relationship, then this was a bad experience. It was a waste of time. Lose. That's not true. Okay? Just because something doesn't turn into a relationship or a relationship doesn't turn into an engagement or an engagement doesn't turn into a marriage or you break up, like these things don't mean that you failed. They don't mean that it was purely a waste. They don't mean that you're back to square one because you are learning so much. You are growing so much. You're experiencing things. You're challenging yourself. You're having certain conversations for the first time. You're asking questions. You're learning more about yourself every single step of the dating process through every relationship you're in. And so I really, really want this episode to empower you guys to break down dating into all of these micro wins versus just the relationship is a win and anything that doesn't lead to a relationship is a failure because that is so, so not the case. So let's start with 
the first category of dating wins. This one is about firsts and putting yourself out there. So I'm going to read a bunch of them and I'm really excited about these. All right. Had my first kiss at 27. It was worth the wait. I love that. And I love that this person realized that it was worth the wait because I know it's so hard or it's so easy to, you know, as the years go by, as weeks go by, as days go by, just say, you know, I'm falling behind. And at this point, I should just find somebody to do it with, whether it's about having your first kiss or your first date or losing your virginity. I know how much societal pressure there can be to just do it. But for this person to say, you know what, it happened at 27, it was worth the wait. I love that. Somebody said, downloaded a dating app for the first time and set up my first ever date. That is a huge win. That is so exciting. That is something that is no small feat, no small task. And it can be really intimidating too. Someone said, I went on my first date post-breakup and it was so fun. I know that can be a really scary one. And the funny thing about getting out there for the first time after a breakup is it's this big question of when and how and who. And there's this push and pull of like, am I ready yet? Is it too soon? Should I wait longer? You know, is this a rebound or do I really want to get back out there? And we can kind of talk ourselves out of it all day long. But actually getting yourself there and getting to the date, even if you realize, okay, you know what? I wasn't ready yet. I'm not ready to get back out there. Or I'm not ready to have feelings for somebody. That's okay. You tried. You experimented. You learned. Okay, you're not ready, but at least you had that experience. You put yourself out there. It's all trial and error. So proud of you. Somebody said, I went on my first non-drinks or dinner date ever, and it was great. Love that. I wish we heard what activity it was, but that's really fun. I think it's really cool to realize that there's so much more you can do on a date. And I think definitely my favorite first dates were unique or out of the box, more adventurous, more creative. Signed up for a singles mixer and a co-ed league to take the focus away from dating apps. I've never done either of these before. Love that. So glad you put yourself out there in that way. I think taking a break from dating apps, first of all, like realizing, all right, dating apps aren't working for me right now, or they're not serving me, or I feel burned out from them. That's a win in itself, that realization. But then taking it a step further to actually find other ways to date if you're not feeling like you want to take a break and you do feel like you want to keep getting out there, there are other ways. And it's so important to go find those other ways and and really take matters into your own hands and not just say, okay, well, if someone knocks on my door, throws rocks at my window, that's they show up in my life. That's how I'll meet them. No, you're supposed to take initiative. You're allowed to take initiative. And it's great when you do you know, actually take the reins on your dating life. Somebody said, I sent my first message on Hinge after a 10-month dating break. Welcome back to the dating world. Another person said, I approached a cute girl on a rooftop bar and got her number. I love hearing stories of you guys meeting people in real life and going up to people at bars or at parties. I think it's something that we all so badly want to do. And we've all been there standing in a Starbucks or standing at a party or on a line somewhere, seeing somebody across the room who were like, wow, if only I had the guts to talk to that person. Or like, wow, I wish I could like 
telepathically tell them to come over and talk to me. But it, it can be a really scary thing to do and we don't have the experience doing it because we spend so much time hiding in our phones. And so I think it's amazing when you guys do find the courage to do that. I'm, it's just, it's something that I always wanted to do. And, and I don't know if I ever actually did, but I empower you guys. I encourage you guys to do it because it must feel really good. You guys know that I struggle with confidence. I'm always my biggest critic. And when I notice something about myself that I don't like, I can't stop fixating on it. I'm working on all of this, but it can be hard. A year ago, I noticed that my hair was thinning and I was finding more and more strands of hair on the floor every time I would walk around my apartment. When I would look down in the shower, I would freak out at what I saw in the drain. That's when I opened up to my best friend who happens to be a doctor. And she said two things that changed my life. The first was that she knows so many women our age going through the same thing. The second is that she told me to try Nutrafol. And so I did. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with less shedding. A year later and a month before my wedding, and I cannot believe the number of people who have been complimenting how long, strong, and healthy my hair looks. I never imagined that this would happen. And naturally, as a result, my confidence has transformed. I'm no longer self-conscious when it comes to my hair. And honestly, that is a huge, huge, huge personal win for me. And you guys know I'm hilariously bad at sticking with habits and taking something every day or doing something every day. But with Nutrafol, building a hair growth routine is simple. Purchase online with no prescription required. Free shipping and automated deliveries ensure that you'll never miss a day. You'll see results in three to six months. And trust me, it is worth the wait. You can start so easily by taking their hair wellness quiz on Nutrafol.com for a personalized hair health plan based on your specific root causes. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering the Seeing Other People family 10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code seeing other people. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com promo code seeing other people. That's Nutrafol.com promo code seeing other people. Brave the uncomfortable. Those are the words engraved on my bracelet that have gotten me through some of the most anxiety-inducing moments over the last few years. And that's why I could not be more excited to encourage you all to get a Presently bracelet of your own with a phrase that resonates with you. Presently is a line of mindfulness bracelets engraved with words inspired by cognitive behavioral therapy. The brand was started by two sisters, Lindsay and Emily, who have obsessive compulsive disorder, aka OCD, and anxiety. They realized that when stuck in an anxiety spiral, it's hard to put into practice the tools that they learned in therapy sessions. They looked and looked for bracelets that could serve as reminders to interrupt that spiral, but they couldn't find anything besides the cheesy good vibes only and no bad days types of messaging. They started Presently to bring more authenticity to self-help anxiety management. And as someone who has had a Presently bracelet for three years, I mean it when I say it really makes a difference. So whether you need encouragement to make it onto that date that you've been anxious about, a calming mantra to get you through a big day at work, or simply a reminder that you're not alone, Presently has your back. Their bracelets are so beautiful and elevated, and they also make amazing gifts. And I know because I have gifted a few over the years, and my friends were so excited to get one and have worn them ever since. There are six phrases to choose from, and if you're indecisive, there's a quiz that you can take to help you choose the perfect reminder for your anxiety. Plus, 5% of each bracelet is donated to your choice of four mental health nonprofits. I wholeheartedly love and support Presently, and I know that your Presently bracelet will bring you as much comfort as mine has brought me. So head to presentlybracelets.com. That's P-R-E-S-E-N-T-L-Y bracelets.com for 10% off your order using code seeing other people.
Someone said, I asked the first person out since my divorce. Love that. I'm really excited for you. Someone else said, I have a first date tomorrow after a painful heartbreak. I'm trying to grow and move on. I love that. Someone else said, I asked the guy I like for a first date and it went great. We have a getting off the apps and going to a singles mixer this week. And finally, someone else said, I stopped a guy at a bar this weekend to ask if he was single and I gave him my number. These are all such incredible and amazing examples of what can happen when you put yourself out there. Even if it's that you've been feeling heartbroken and you're deciding to give dating a chance, see what else is out there. That is a night that you're going to spend not sitting on your couch wanting to cry. You know, that is pushing yourself out of your current comfort zone, challenging yourself to see, okay, maybe there is somebody else out there. And even if it's not that person, even just going out with somebody and having conversations, you might surprise yourself and not think about your ex for 10 minutes because you put yourself out there and you distracted yourself. So that's a huge win. I love these. I love the firsts. I love when you guys put yourself out there. I'm so proud drink. Okay. Next category. And I could go on about these forever, but I just pulled a few of my favorites. This one is wins that you guys sent in about recognizing that you deserve more and doing something about it. And here's the thing that I'll say. Let me caveat this. Even if you don't actively do something about it yet, recognizing that you deserve more, recognizing that someone's behavior is less than recognizing your worth, realizing that you want more, deciding you're no longer going to put up with a certain type of behavior or you're no longer going to date a certain type of person. That is huge. That is such a turning point in your dating life because you are likely breaking a pattern. You're choosing to ask for more. You're choosing a path and a future that is better for you. And so even if you're not at the point of actively dating the different types of people or actively you haven't yet ended the situationship, but you recognize that you deserve more and you know that you're going to work up the courage to do so, that recognition is everything and is the biggest game changer. Somebody said, His lack of effort was a huge turnoff, so I canceled our date. I'm no longer allowing that type of behavior. Another person sent in, I told a guy that I'm obsessed with who's toxic for me that it's best if we stop talking. Okay. If I had ever been able to do that, would have saved me years and years of heartbreak. So I am so proud of you. And to anyone who's listening, if you are in a situation with somebody who you know, being with this person, you are so much more anxious than you were before, or you have a gut feeling that they're being unfaithful, or you know that they are treating you like shit, but there's something about them. You're obsessed with them. It's like a drug. You can't stop. Let this inspire you. This person said, I told a guy that I'm obsessed with who is toxic for me that it's best if we stop talking. They said no more. They said, I know 
no matter how much I like this person, no matter how addicted to them I feel, this isn't good for me. And I need to remove myself from the situation and know that leaving a situationship, leaving someone who's toxic, it opens up, first of all, healing, but it leaves room for you to meet somebody who's better for you, who you could be in a healthy relationship with, who treats you better. So I hope that can inspire you to maybe do the same or at least to realize like, okay, you know what? This, this isn't it. Someone said, my ex texted me happy birthday, but I didn't respond and I deleted the text. Fuck yes. Love that. Someone else said, I knew right away on a first date that this person was not it. In the past, I only focused on if they liked me. No more. I love that so much. That is a huge, huge, huge mindset shift that is completely game-changing in dating. Going from do they like me to do I like them. I guarantee nine out of the 10 times that you're upset because someone didn't like you, if you had actually stopped and said to yourself, do I really like this person? Is this somebody I could see a future with that I could grow a relationship with that I would want to be the parent, co-parent of my children with? The answer probably would be no. And someone else said, I'm not lowering my standards just to be with somebody. And I love that. I'm such a firm believer that if you wanted a boyfriend, a girlfriend, a partner, you could get one. Anyone out there who's single who's listening to this, if you just wanted someone to be with, there is somebody out there that would date you. There is somebody out there that would say, yeah, I want to be your boyfriend. I want to be your girlfriend. But they might not be the type of person, they probably wouldn't be the type of person that you deserve who's going to treat you the way you want to be treated, who you'll feel complete with or who you'll feel like this is my life partner. This is the person I want to build a life with, grow a future with. So do not lower your standards just to be with somebody because you deserve all the things that you want. All right. Next topic of wins, vulnerability. I teetered back and forth between should I call this topic or chapter, vulnerability or communication, because it's like hand in hand and, and it goes both ways. But um, you guys know I'm a huge proponent of open communication. Almost every single one of your relationship problems could be solved by communication. It's probably caused by a lack of communication. So nothing makes me more proud than when you guys are putting yourself out there in a vulnerable way or when you are pushing yourself to have hard conversations to say the thing that's really scary to say because the hard conversations are probably the most important ones to have. Somebody said, I told him I really like him and I'm not seeing other people. And he immediately said the same. I love that so much. I know there's so many people out there who say things and, and give the dating advice to play hard to get play games. Don't open up. Like, Don't put all your cards out on the table. Don't tell them what you're looking for until the fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth date. No. And if you, if you wait to have these conversations, you're likely wasting your time. If you're going on dates and starting to develop feelings for somebody who is not looking for the same thing as you, first of all, pure waste of time. Like, I know I said before like nothing's a waste of time because you can learn from it. 
But what you're going to learn from this is, wow, I should have communicated sooner and told this person what I was looking for, found out what they were looking for sooner. So I, yes, kind of waste of time. If you, if I'm looking to date you and you have no interest in a monogamous relationship, why are we on a date? Would rather know that on date one than on date seven when I've developed really deep feelings for you and I'm starting to picture our future and imagine what a relationship with you could be like. I'm starting to feel like we're really moving towards a relationship and then I find out that you don't want anything serious. No, we're not doing that anymore. We've done that and it really hurts. We don't need to do that anymore. If you tell somebody what you're looking for, you tell somebody you're not seeing other people, then that gives them a chance to tell you what they're looking for, what they're not looking for, if they're seeing other people. If they're not, they can communicate that back. So you owe it to yourself to communicate what you're looking for. All right, let's give some more examples of that. I told a guy up front what I was looking for, which was a long-term relationship, and he said he was looking for the same thing. Beautiful. Great. Now you don't have to sit there wondering, wow, does this person also want a relationship or not? Because you know, and they know you're serious. You know, they know if, if they decide they don't see a future with you, then they know they owe it to you to tell you that as to not lead you on and vice versa. You have nothing to lose by communicating upfront. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. When I first started seeing other people, some of my closest friends and family could not believe it. Not because they didn't think I was capable of being a podcast host, but because I usually can't get through a sentence without sniffling. And during allergy season, forget about it. My seasonal allergies are debilitating, and my sinus congestion and pressure has always left me feeling so sick. But luckily, for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Claritin D has truly transformed my life. Not only can I breathe better and sleep better since taking Claritin D, but I also can get through the day so much smoother. I used to have to cancel plans because of how bad my allergies were. I'd go through a tissue box a week, sometimes more, and my eyes were always watery. But Claritin D's fast symptom relief starts working on allergies with nasal congestion in as little as 30 minutes, and it tackles nasal congestion caused by allergies or a cold and also relieves sinus congestion and pressure due to allergies. It's truly the greatest thing I've ever come across and I am so grateful that I found it and started using it. Are you ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. Raise your hand if you have dating anxiety. All right, all right, I know that everyone has their hands up. And I get it. I had debilitating anxiety when I was single. And even when I first started dating Jake, I kept waiting for the other shoe to drop. And I know that is not a good way to feel and that is not a fun way to date. And I get it. It can be hard to find an anxiety relief tactic that works for you. That's why I'm so excited to introduce you to a new one that has helped me dramatically with my wedding and work stress and anxiety over the last few months. And trust me, there's been a lot of it. Sunset Lake CBD is an amazing company that not only has helped me feel so much better, but they also have a really cool history 
history and mission. Sunset Lake CBD is a majority employee-owned hemp farm located right outside of Burlington, Vermont. As farmers, they believe in providing only top-shelf CBD and hemp products at fair prices. So they cut out the middlemen and they ship their CBD straight from their farm to your door, which means that their CBD is affordable and trusted because CBD and anxiety relief can help everyone and they want it to be accessible to anyone. Trust me when I say that when I'm stressed or anxious, my sleep is the first thing to go. But despite everything I have going on right now, I've been taking a sleep gummy before bed and my sleep scores on my aura ring have been through the roof. Plus, I'm finding myself relaxing more at night and being able to turn off my work brain and my anxiety with the help of their CBD gummy bears and reishi infused chews. Whether you want to sleep better, relax better, focus better, recover better, or anything in between, Sunset Lake CBD has something for everyone. So check them out today at sunsetlakecbd.com and use code SOP for 20% off your order. That's code SOP for 20% off farmer-owned, Vermont-grown Sunset Lake CBD. You guys are in for a treat because support for today's episode comes from the best of the best, Jenny Kane. And yes, there is a discount, so keep on listening. You know that feeling when you get a new sweater and it instantly becomes basically another layer of your skin? Like you wear it everywhere for everything all the time. Okay, well, Jenny Kane has become my literal uniform. And if you don't know Jenny Kane, I'm pretty much about to change your life because Jenny Kane's clothes did that to mine. Jenny Kane is a California brand with luxurious staples that will transform your closet. Think minimalist and effortless, but totally refined. They have the coziest cashmere sweaters and iconic accessories that will elevate your everyday basics. I don't know if I wear my cashmere fisherman hoodie or my cropped cashmere cocoon cardigan more. All I know is that I cannot live without either of them. Whether it's a cozy night in with the girls, a dinner date with Jake, or catching a flight to Florida to see my parents, these sweaters are perfect for every single occasion. And I couldn't be happier when I'm wearing them because I'm so comfy. And you guys know me. I always choose comfort over how something looks. But with Jenny Kane, I don't have to choose because I get comfort and I get style. All right. So we have the discount code coming for you. Find your new uniform at JennyKane.com. Seeing other people listeners get 15% off their first order when you use code SOP at checkout. That's 15% off your first order at J-E-N-N-I-K-A-Y-N-E.com. Promo code SOP, S-O-P. Let getting dressed be one less thing to worry about. Like this person who said, I told her how I felt, but she's still in a rebound and healing phase. We both agreed that I'm no rebound. How incredible is it that these two people were able to communicate that they have feelings for each other, but because this person brought up this conversation, she was able to say, I do have feelings for you. I'm not ready. And knowing that we both have feelings for each other, you're right. Like maybe this actually isn't the right time because you're not a rebound. I don't want you to be a rebound. So maybe we pick this back up in the future. It's amazing what communication will do. Somebody said, we had the chat about moving in together within the next few months. Congratulations. That's really exciting. Someone else said, I effectively communicated a boundary to the guy that I'm dating. Communication can be so scary. Yes. It definitely can be. And I imagine that's one of those conversations where, like I said, sometimes the hardest conversations are the most important ones to have. And I bet you're so proud of yourself for communicating that boundary and communicating whatever boundary that was. That's going to make you stronger. That's going to make this relationship situation stronger. And everybody, everyone can gain from communicating about boundaries because if that person likes you, they definitely don't want to cross a boundary that you don't feel comfortable with. They want to be respectful of your needs and your wants and 
what does and doesn't work for you. And so they wouldn't know if they were crossing a boundary that you have had you not communicated it. And now they're aware of it. You guys can work through it together. Somebody said, I told a guy I liked him, which is really hard for me to do. He's communicated so well with me ever since. Love. And someone else said, I communicated something that was hard for me to say, and he took it so well. My favorite thing about communication, and I think a lot of these dating wins really exemplify this, is the person on the other side of the table on a date, the person on the other end of the phone when we're texting, the person we've been going out with for a few weeks now, they don't know what's going on in our heads. They're not mind readers. They cannot read your mind. They don't know if there's something that's upsetting you. They don't know what you're anxious about. They don't necessarily know your past relationship traumas that lead to things triggering you. They don't know these things. They cannot assume them. They cannot guess them. The only way for them to know these things is if you openly communicate and tell them. That way, it gives them the opportunity to show up for you in the way you need rather than thinking everything's fine when it's really not because you haven't said that something's not fine or rather than doing something that they think is totally normal but is upsetting to you because of something you've been through. They don't know. And when you communicate, not only are you opening the doors for them to understand you better and vice versa, but you're allowing somebody in where they get to learn, okay, how can I actually show up for Alana in the way that she needs? Oh, she needs me to text her more in between dates so she feels reassured because in the past, a lack of texting has meant a lack of interest. Great. Well, I like Alana. I don't want her to assume that I'm not interested. So yeah, I can text her more. I'm on my phone all day anyway. It's that simple. It's not because we don't make it that simple, but it can be. Okay. Next wins topic, prioritizing yourself. There are few things more important and more celebratory in life than when you prioritize yourself. So much beauty and amazingness can happen when you put yourself first. So we have a, I had a much needed break from dating and dating apps, and I'm coming back feeling positive and fresh. That right there, that is why I encourage people to take a break from dating if they're feeling burnt out, because there's nothing better than the feeling of, wow, I don't feel depressed and miserable from dating. I'm actually excited to go on dates and meet people again. And you like come back with this whole new mindset around it, where if you're going into every date thinking, wow, this date is already terrible and I haven't even been on it, or damn, I'm really dreading that because the last five first dates I've been on have been terrible, or "Mm, this is my fourth first date of this week and I already know it's going to be a dud. That's going to be a self-fulfilling prophecy because you're not even giving it a chance. You're already thinking that it's over before it started. And you're also not allowing yourself the opportunity to enjoy the date itself and to really be open to getting to know somebody because you're jumping to the conclusion that it's not going to work out. So taking a break allows you to shake all of that off and get excited 
eventually. It doesn't happen overnight, but eventually it might be a few weeks, might be a few months down the road, sometimes years for people. But you get excited about dating again and you are more enthusiastic and you just have a better mindset and vibe going into the dates rather than this doom feeling that's like over your head with the whole thing. So take a break. Somebody said, I made the best of a really hard breakup by making tons of fun plans with friends. I love that. And I think some of like the coolest friendship memories and silliest, most fun moments with your friends actually come from the hardest times. You know, when you're going through something or when you're trying to get through a breakup, when you're trying to process something, that's when your friends really get to do their thing and show up for you and distract you and be silly and be goofy. And you guys can try new things and go on adventures just to take your mind off of it. And while those days can be really hard, there are also so many moments within them that are so loving and happy and make you see that you are going to be okay. Love this one. Someone said, I finally blocked the toxic ex and enjoying dating myself for a bit. I think we've all had a time where we needed to do that. Some of us did, some of us didn't. But I think getting to a point where you can say like, this person is not good for me. They are not healthy. They shouldn't be in my life. And blocking them is so powerful. Nothing feels better than blocking somebody. It's like actually putting up a wall and saying, nope, you can no longer impact me. I'm no longer allowing you to get to me. I'm no longer allowing you in my life, in my sphere. And it is so badass to do that. Someone said, I broke up with someone who made my mental health worse. And somebody else said, I ended something that created anxiety. Even though I liked him, I realized it wasn't good for me. Round of applause. Round, round, round of applause. Guys, biggest biggest believer in the world here. One of the hills I'll die on is if you are more anxious with somebody than you were before them, they're not your person. The right person for you, you'll feel less anxious. You won't be questioning what are they thinking. You won't be overanalyzing every single second of your interactions and rereading through all of your texts because it will feel calm and it will feel safe and comfortable and easy. So to realize that somebody is causing you more anxiety or is making you more anxious than you were before you met them, it's not it. On to the next. All right. Every single time I go on to the next category, I'm like, this category is my favorite. But no, you guys, this one, this might be my favorite. This is the I am proud of you for realizing that this situation was a win. Wins. Let's explain. Um, The best way to explain this is to get into them. Somebody said, I had a first date after getting out of a long-term relationship. He ghosted me, but it was still a win for getting out there and learning about myself. This goes back to what I was saying in the beginning. You're not wasting your time because you're learning. From every dating experience, you can learn something about yourself. You can experience something new. You can try something different. Maybe you're even just sitting across the table from someone who's interesting, who has a job that you don't know anything about, and you're learning about their job. Okay? 
There's so much for you to learn. And so even if it doesn't go anywhere, even if you get ghosted, you still put yourself out there. You still went out on a date after a relationship that you thought would last and didn't. You still got out of your apartment or house, put clothes on, and went and met up with somebody new and opened up about yourself to someone new. Okay? So even if it doesn't go anywhere, even if it doesn't lead to a second date, there's still so much to take away. So I love that this person said it was still a win for getting out there and learning about me. Next one. I finally asked her out. She said no, but getting out there is really hard for me, so I count it as a win. Guys, I'm so proud. And here's the thing about this. Yes, it's unfortunate that she said no, but now you can move on. You don't have to sit there wondering for days, weeks, months, years, would this person go out with me? Would they date me? Could we be in a relationship? Am I missing out by not making the move? No. You no longer have to question it. You no longer have to wonder, ask what if, romanticize this person. No. You ask them out. They said no. Done. Now you can move on. And unlocking that, getting that answer, even if it's not the answer you want, getting the answer, it's everything. It's everything. Somebody said, I met somebody that I'm super excited about. Even if it doesn't work out, it renewed my faith in dating. I love that. One of you said, I told them what I wanted moving forward. There's no guarantee of what will develop, but communicating this was a major win. Damn right it was. Having the hard conversations, they're hard, but having the conversations, of course, there's no guarantee of anything in life, but there's even less of a guarantee if you don't communicate, if you don't say what you need, if you don't share your feelings, if you don't open up. So communicating is always a major step and a major win. And someone else said, I had the courage to end something that wasn't right. It hurts now, but I know it's a long-term game. It's tough. Ending relationships, you know, I know we always talk about the being broken up with, being blindsided, losing somebody you love, but ending a relationship, that's really hard too. We need to do an episode on that. It's really hard to say, this person's great, but this situation isn't right for me. And to know that by ending it, you're going to really hurt their feelings. Like being the breakupper, it's not a walk in the park. It's really delicate. It's really hard to get yourself to have that hard conversation. But this person did it because they knew no matter how hard it was going to be in the moment, it was what's best for both of them. And that that is the truth at the end of the day. Because why that person wouldn't want to be with somebody who doesn't want to be with them either, but that doesn't make it easy. All right. We got one more wins category. Okay. I'll say it. This one is my favorite. This one is just one that I wanted to leave you guys with because I know how difficult it can feel when you are going on dates, you are single for so long and all you want is to find your person. I know how easy it is to feel like you just want to give up or to compare yourself to others and feel like you're falling behind and to question, will it ever happen for me? I've been there. 
I know the feeling and it's really painful and it's really hard and it's scary too. You know, it's not something you want to be questioning. It's not something you want to be thinking about. It's hard to open social media all the time and just see happy couples, seemingly happy couples. Instagram's not real all the time. It's hard. It's everywhere. But these people, these wins are about not giving up and waiting and realizing things were worth the wait or having that thing that you were so excited about happening for so long, having it come true. That thing you were dreaming about, that person you were dreaming about and waiting for, it's worth the wait. Our first one says, I was on your show single a few years ago and I'm now engaged. I remember that episode. That episode was called Even Therapists Get Their Heart Broken. Great episode, great guest. Somebody said, after five years single, I had a string of great dates and I now have a girlfriend that I really like. Another win says, three months with my boyfriend. It's my longest relationship ever. Went on my first date ever. Childhood traumas never have allowed me to go in the past. I'm 27. I went on my first first date in over 10 years. It was good to get back out there. Over 10 years, you guys. It takes a long time to get back out there sometimes. Maybe they were in a relationship for six, seven, eight, nine, 10 years. We don't know. But it was their first first date in over 10 years. And it felt good. Somebody said, after a bunch of blah dates, I had an incredible one yesterday and we already have a second date set. Somebody said, I sent my first message on Hinge after a 10-month dating break. I was on the apps for a year and I thought it was hopeless, but I just got asked to be someone's girlfriend. It's worth the wait. Always worth the wait. 18 months with my boyfriend and we just decided to move in. I was single for five years and nearly gave up. Don't give up, you guys. This one, I loved seeing this. This is probably one of my favorite wins of all time. It was in all caps. This person was just like bursting with excitement. I asked a girl to be my girlfriend after seven dates and she said, yes, Alana, I have a girlfriend. I'm so excited for you. And I'm proud of you for asking. I'm proud of you for popping the question and going for it. And it paid off and I couldn't be happier for you. And finally, two last ones. Date number 10. I can't remember the last time this happened. I don't know if it's ever happened before. I'm so excited. And the last one I will leave you guys with is I'm in the happiest and healthiest relationship of my life after divorcing my abusive ex-husband. I am so proud of every one of you that has ever sent in a win, that will ever send in a win, that has overcome anything painful, that has communicated something that was really scary to communicate or someone who has opened up to somebody new about something they've never opened up about before. Even just getting back out there after a tough breakup, there's so much for you guys to be proud of. Getting out there in general, going to an event for the first time, a singles event, a speed dating event, asking somebody out in person, even just, you know, going on your first app date, downloading an app for the first time, going, making it to a second date. I've always said we should throw parties when our friends make it to third dates because they're few and far between these days. But there really is just so much to be proud of. And there are so many wins every step of the way through the dating process. 
as small as finding a great outfit that you feel comfortable and confident in for your first dates and as big as meeting your person, getting engaged, getting married, moving in together. Every step of the way, there are wins to celebrate. So I can't wait to hear what wins come in the future. I'm so proud of you guys. And I just can't thank you enough for celebrating your wins with me and and letting me share these moments with you because nothing makes me happier and more proud. On that note, thank you guys for tuning in. I can't wait to see what your dating wins are this week. And I hope they make you as happy as they make me. Thanks for listening, daters. I hope today's episode made you feel just a little bit less alone out there, no matter what your status might be. Give your finger a break from swiping and hit that follow and review button instead. And if you have any burning questions or want to share your own dating horror stories, reach out to seeingotherpeoplepodcast at gmail.com. And in the meantime, keep on seeing other people. Mads, I am obsessed with our brand pillars. You mean vagina sweat, good branding, and being Jewish-blooded queens, Scout? Uh, sure, but not quite. I love that OKSIS podcast and our sisterhood is made up of women who are down for main character energy only, who take care of their mental health, and who are standing in their personal power as entrepreneurs. Oh, yeah. That too, Scout. That too. We should probably introduce ourselves. Hello, everyone. I am Mads. And I am Scout. And we are sisters IRL. Join us on OKSIS Podcast every Monday for some sisterly banter, nourishing mental health, a whole lot of silliness, and inspiring interviews from the raddest female guests in the game. We promise it'll be a good time. As long as you don't get too loud, Mads. Welcome to the sisterhood!